Good morning. This morning's reflection is about the, the power of the mind. In Buddhist understanding, the mind is not considered to just be the brain. Experiential understanding through our practice of our concentration practice, the Brahma-vihara practices, and Vipassana, our insight practice, can show us that mind consciousness emanates from the energy center of the heart. The term heart-mind consciousness that is often used stems from this experiential understanding. And as each of us knows from our own experience, this heart-mind can make a heaven of hell or a hell of heaven. And so we cultivate the mind. This is our path. Mind is the forerunner of all things. The mind-heart is the forerunner of all things. So for a moment now, reflect on the most powerful mind state you've ever had in your life. Maybe rageful anger, maybe depression or jealousy or maybe ecstasy or love maybe a particular meditative experience. Whatever it's been. And how it really defined your world in that moment. How it transformed all of your perceptions. With this reflection, you can understand how very powerful the mind is, how very powerful the heart-mind is. You can also see how cultivating existence in the realms of a pure, wholesome, and beautiful heart-mind might be possible with this power of the mind.
from the Dhammapada, the section on mind, or part of this section. Just as an arrow maker straightens an arrow shaft, a discerning person straightens her or his mind, so fickle and unsteady, so difficult to guard and control. Like a fish out of water cast on dry ground throbs and quivers, the mind flops around. Hence, one should escape the realm of Mara. The mind is mercurial, ever swift, hard to restrain, alighting where it wishes. How wonderful to master this mind. A tamed mind brings happiness. Let the discerning person watch over her or his mind. So difficult to perceive, so subtle, alighting where it wishes. A watchful, protected mind brings happiness. The mind travels far, is formless, and dwells in the cave of the heart. Those who will subdue it are liberated from the bonds of Mara. Wisdom is not perfected in one whose mind is not steadfast, in one who doesn't know the good teaching, and in one whose faith wavers. There's no fear for the wakeful one whose mind isn't sodden by lust, whose thoughts are undisturbed by hatred, who has gone beyond both virtue and harmful actions. Knowing the body to be as fragile as a clay pot, make the mind like a well-fortified city, drive out Mara with the sword of insight, then guard what you have won, remaining unattached. This body, alas, will soon lie on the ground, lifeless, abandoned, like a useful piece of rotten wood. Whatever an enemy may do to an enemy, or a hater to a hater, an ill-directed mind inflicts, inflicts on oneself even greater harm. Neither mother, father, nor any relative can do one greater good than one's own well-directed mind. Everything has mind in the lead, has mind in the forefront, is made by mind. If one speaks or acts with a, a pure mind, a pure heart, happiness will follow like a shadow that never leaves. Through our practice, we're inclining the power of our heart-mind towards what in Pali and in Sanskrit is called bodhicitta, Bodhi meaning enlightened or awakened or liberated, and citta, mind, heart-mind. We're inclining 
this heart-mind towards liberation. We're inclining this heart-mind toward the pure, wholesome, wholesome, and beautiful heart-mind. 